Hello and welcome to Masterclass. My name is Gatla Khomsomi. Creativity and innovation is integral to the growth of any business or individual with a goal of success in mind. How does a company's culture impact on this? Today we're joined by Pratesh Siraj, product of the year CEO and chief innovation analyst who's going to talk us through the ways one can breed creativity in the workplace. Pratesh, welcome to the show. Good day and thanks for having me on. Pratesh, we're talking about creativity and mm -hmm. innovation in the workplace. Does this apply to every single workplace, be it an accounting firm, a medical firm, or even a creative space? Yes. So I firmly believe that every single workplace can embrace a culture of creativity and innovation. And actually, it's core. In the, in the world that we live in, in the landscape that we're part of, mm. if you don't embrace this, you're actually planning on failing because you're not setting yourselves up to adapt, to change, and to compete with your competitors out there. So what are companies looking for when they're looking for people that will add to that, to that creative culture? Well, it's actually thinking about the way you actually think. What is, what is the thought process that you have? Okay. So, and, and the ways you breathe this way in the company is one, in terms of having a look at your overall culture. Do you necessarily only bring in people who have the core skill sets that are, that are common in your culture? Or are you willing to actually, as part of your HR practices, look outside of that? So for example, the company that uh, I started off my career with is something called Procter & Gamble, a company called Procter & Gamble. Yes. Uh, and they always thought about how do you actually hire based on somebody who can add value to the organization, not necessarily just purely what they've actually studied. Uh -huh. And I think these days, the challenges that we had the, the way I've looked at it, in the advertising space, which is supposed to be creativity-driven, yes. I've looked at it and I've seen that the job specs say, can we get somebody from an advertising background, somebody who studied advertising? How is it that you can hire somebody in advertising, from advertising, and not bring people in from accounting, engineering, uh, from consumer goods who will be able to come in and bring diverse thinking that will help your field? Mm, very interesting. Talking about company culture, mm -hmm. A lot of people sometimes find it difficult to adapt to a company culture and will try and force their own culture within a company. How does one really work their way into fitting into a certain company culture? Yes, so, so any company culture is really a constantly evolving culture. It's not one static culture, and that's the way it should be. Okay. And if you think about it, a lot of the company culture is dictated by those at the top. Yes. And the reality is that those at the top have come from an environment that was from 10, maybe 15 years ago, which may be obsolete at this stage. And yeah. what they need to start thinking about is, as new thinking comes in, how do you not just enforce what you know just purely because of a position of power you're in, but how do you actually say, how can I embrace the new thinking that's coming in? How do I understand that the people who are coming into my company are those that are going to dictate the culture going forward and how do we embrace that and embody that as part of every part of that culture mm. so as a young person moving into a company i come with my own fresh ideas mm. especially now a lot of young people are coming in with social media strategies to assist companies in moving forward mm -hmm. how do i impart that kind of culture onto the company without seeming to being forward or not having an understanding of what this 10 15 year old culture was already so i think one of the biggest challenges is that a lot of us do go into companies and go we don't want to be too forward. We do not want to be seen as that person who's just over-eager. Yes. And the reality is that the culture that we live in these days, in, in the world that we live in, the person who speaks out the most, who's able to go out there and bring innovative thinking, is the one that's going to get the actual awareness within the organization. So firstly, I say, throw out that idea and mindset that I shouldn't be seen as too over-eager. I shouldn't be seen as the one who's always pushing forward ideas. You should be always pushing ideas forward. Mm -hmm. And then what you need to actually think about as well is how do you incorporate these ideas into your work plan? So one, 
in terms of outside of your work plan? Are there opportunities for highlight, to highlight your innovativity so, and your creativity? And are there other opportunities for you in the work plan itself to have a look and say, how can I actually show them that I'm a creative person? How can I bring, let's say, social media as part of the, the developments that we're involved in? Mm. You're CEO of Product of the mm -hmm. Year, and you look at a lot of companies and a lot of their products to get this title. What are the things that you look for with, with regards to creativity and innovation when you select the product of the year? So what we're specifically looking for is in terms of innovation, uh, are these products really being developed in a way that adds value to the lives of the people who are going to be using it? So let's think about creativity. You can have, sometimes we look at certain products that are just too creative and there is such a thing as too creative. Really? Yeah, where, where they actually get to such a point where their creativity takes away from the focus of what that actual product is meant okay. to be. So, so think about, let's look at a random example, like a toothpaste. If you got a toothpaste and that toothpaste was coming in strange cans and, and taking away from the fact that a toothpaste is there to actually just clean your teeth and to provide yes. fresh breath, then it's actually going to distract from what that product's really meant to be. So as part of the work that we do, what we advise companies on is creativity is great and you need to push the envelope and you need to be as innovative as possible, but also, it should not overwhelm from what is the core benefit of that product itself. Uh -huh. In terms of creativity and really trying to get your, your employees to be more creative, mm -hmm. the physical spaces that they sit in in the offices, how much does that contribute to that creativityness? It's a huge part of it. It's the reason why globally, if you look at the trends of some of the best performing companies and the best places to work for, those companies all create spaces that excite their employees themselves. So having that kind of innovation within that space where an employee doesn't feel that I'm stuck at a cubicle, or I'm stuck at a space where I cannot think for myself. Mm. But really also the other thing is the collaborative, collaborative spaces yes. as well, where people can get together and speak and work together and share ideas. Those are what's important within companies. Mm. How often are we seeing companies that are reluctant to this creative space. What's happening within those companies? Are they closing down? Do they still continue? Yeah, I think a lot of companies where, who are very cost-driven tend to find that you know, they do not invest behind the employees. And you tend to find it, it goes throughout the culture of the organization. Those companies that say, I'm not willing to invest in the spaces that my, my employees work in, are also those who are not willing to invest behind the employees as well. Mm. And those are the companies that are left behind. And they're left behind because only, they only are able to attract talent from the lower end of the pool, those who have not been able to get to the best of the companies. So if you're not investing in your employees and you're not investing in a space that would excite potential employees, you're really planning for your own decline and your own failure over time. So if I am one of those employees sitting in a company, how do I see that this company's goals are not aligned to mine and when is really the right time to start moving on? It really is time to start moving on when you see that you're not being appreciated. And, that's, and that is when in a company where the goals have gone from really creating great products and great services that excite the clients and customers, mm -hmm. and it's moved to purely just looking at the balance sheet. And, and while every company has to be successful, the reality is when you become too balance sheet focused, you forget about the needs of your clients and if you're an employee in that environment where you just notice that your CEO is not interested in, 
in the client anymore. Your CEO is likely not going to be interested in you as well, and it's time that you move on. Mm. Pratish, personally, as a CEO, how do you try and maintain the good relationships with the people that work for you and to make sure that they're constantly creative and excited about coming to the work? Yeah, so w we, we have a very diverse kind of workspace purely because of the organization that we're in. And our key goal really is that we have a culture of openness. And throughout the years that we've worked, it's as simple as if an employee has decided it's time to move on, we help them and guide them through that process right up to even the job, finding another job and moving on. It's purely because we understand that we're building relationships and we're building potential clients as well. It's the reason why every single employee that's left our organization is still a friend of our organization in some way and we spend time with them. So having that thinking that says that if somebody has decided to leave or somebody has reached a point where they might not be right for the business and we've asked them to look for, for different job. Okay. It doesn't have to be in a position of animosity. I remember there's a fantastic quote by Albert Einstein, I think it was, who said that, you know, everyone's a genius, but if you, if you tell a fish that it should be measured by its ability to climb a tree, it'll spend its entire life thinking that's stupid. And the reality is sometimes we have a culture fit or sometimes we have a employee that's hired who might not be right, it does not mean they're not successful and they're not going to be great out there. Sure, that's really powerful. You spoke about appreciation and I think a lot of people think appreciation only comes in the incentive of the salary or the money that you get from a company. Mm -hmm. What can employers do to show appreciation in other ways to the people that work for them? Well, so I'll give some examples from what we do. So one of the most important things is recognition. So recognizing and rewarding uh, the staff who work for you in public platforms, in environments where other people know that they're fantastic individuals. Mm. And secondly, things that don't necessarily that you go out there and tell everyone about, but things like um, some of our employees, we've sent them on international trips where we've sent them overseas, not for any purposes of going out there and doing business, do purely just to go rest, relax, and recoup. Why? Because there's such an asset to the organization that they sometimes, they even forget to go out there on a holiday. So sending them on a good <laughs> holiday and bringing them back after that means that they feel rewarded and re-energized to add more value to the organization. Pratish, you've been so much help on this show. I think a lot of companies watching will really take a lot of these points and try and implement them in their own companies to create more creative and productive employees. So thank you. Thank you so much. And that was Pratesh Saraj, Product of the Year CEO and Chief Innovation Analyst, telling us how your creative company can actually become better when you make sure that your employees are in a good space. Thank you for joining me right here on Masterclass. Until next time, goodbye.